And welcome everyone to the weekly walkthrough H-Town podcast coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcast equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan. Hello, Rusty. How are you? I am so good. I love the sun. It's been, we, I think I told you last week, we have a little contest about when things are going to melt and now things are melting. Who won the contest? Well, it hasn't completely melted yet, but I I saw another place that could be. <clears throat> if somebody needs something to have a melting contest for, go to Ridgepoint because there's a l- giant pile of snow there that won't melt before I, Valentine's. I, I've seen that multiple times because my left arm gets yanked that way <laughs> when I'm walking my dog because yeah. he wants to climb on that because apparently oh. he thinks he's part mountain goat. Wow. So the, He'd be really messy if he got into that, wouldn't he? Uh, he may or may not have broken through ice yesterday on a run. So, you what? Know, well, we were hunting. He thought it was thicker than it was, and he made a really loud splash when he hit <gasps> that. And never stopped. Oh, he kept going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it wasn't deep. I don't know. He hit the water. He hit came out of there, and he was wet, and he shook himself off, and had to go find birds. Okay. That's, that's what he does. You didn't have to do look like get a ladder quickly or anything. No, huh? Oh, okay. No, huh? It was. It's good. It might have been a couple of feet deep. I don't know. He. I watched him do it. I heard him do it. So he's sometimes he's special. <laughs> my, my now, um, what's he gonna do to celebrate your birthday on Friday? Is your your birthday's on Groundhog Day? My birthday day. is Friday. Everybody, yes. knock on Rusty's door. Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's fine. No, um, uh, probably we don't know. I am nothing. The season, the pheasant season closes technically tomorrow. So it's okay. today's Tuesday. Tomorrow would be Wednesday. Okay. So one more day, we'll probably do some pen raised hunts that you can do until March. And those are planted bird hunts just to get keep him in birds and keep him mm-hmm. his skills sharp, which are running long, long distances. Okay. That dog has a motor like I've never seen. So. Well, I'm still not getting a pet, but. Are you sure? Well, I looked for a horse over the weekend, but that's not why I went to the rodeo. But I did look. And I can. I've got. Out. I got connections, man. I can hook I you up know. with a horse. You need to talk to one specific. Where would you put it? At the one specific son-in-law's <laughs> home. <laughs> that's Fair enough. He, he never Fair listens enough. to this podcast. Fair so enough. I mean, I'm just saying, Jared Bay's. We could have Fair a horse. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. We might have him. We can make. We can make Jared listen to the podcast, but. We can figure that out. So we have Kim Wallace, the first lady of the chamber or director. I like the, I like first lady of chamber, don't you? That's the new dun, title. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to wear my pearls every day. So if we okay. could avoid that, okay. that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> How are you, Kim? I'm good. Great. Hey, tell us a little bit about let's kind of maybe recap twenty twenty three as the chamber a little bit and okay. you know, some of the good things you guys did and maybe are you, I think you're always looking for more members, right? Obviously, yes. Right. We would love to have every business in town and all the surrounding towns be part of the chamber just to have more opportunities to get to know people mm-hmm. and advertise what they have going on and get people connected. Anytime we have that opportunity, it's a good day. Yeah, and you you know, there's if you don't follow the Facebook, what's happening – wait, did I say that right? It's what's happening in Heston – you're missing out because yeah. there it's connected. You yeah. guys are connected. You get to see the stuff going on, not just this chamber, but connected with everything. I think you guys do a great job of really promoting Heston. Thanks. That's great to hear. So it's nice yeah. to know. Yeah. So for a recap, obviously I started last January, mm-hmm. so it was a very growing year, for mm-hmm. lack of a better right. word. It was uh, I often refer to it as drinking from a fire hose. There was a lot to learn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that analogy. Just uh, you know, never planned a golf tournament, never put on a parade, mm-hmm. didn't know there were so many rules and regulations about what you could and couldn't do in some right. things and how to 
you know, make it organized and functional. And so it was just a lot. And I'm thankful to finally be on the other side of having done right. every event once. So I can kind of see that scope a little bit better and know um, ways to maybe change it, make it more mine or ways to improve in the future mm-hmm. now that I've seen them all play out. So Yeah, you got your probably a great big binder of notes and stuff. What to do, what not to do. Let's yeah. let's do this. So. Yeah, and like I said, there's, there's a lot of those things that I would like to kind of approach going into this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of things I didn't didn't know and a lot of things I still need to learn I right. but I feel like I have the brain space now to kind of look into okay now that I have this section done let's start looking more into tourism and ways to promote people coming to town mm-hmm. and working on updating brochures and different things that we put out that go to the community that haven't seen an update in a while but wonderful wonderful and like we said you know you've got everything from dinners to events I mean yeah it's, I'm sure it's going to be packed 2024 yeah yeah we're uh, going to go ahead and do the scavenger hunt that was a the first time event last year we're going to do that again this year it was fun to come up with different ways for people to interact with our local businesses Mm -hmm. and to learn more about them. So we're going to try that again this year and see how it goes. We have our annual banquet coming up on March 22nd. It's going to be out at Sunray Ranch. We do have the entertainment. We have the dueling pianos that were there a couple years ago coming back. Okay. Still working on catering details, Mm -hmm. but once we have that, we'll start getting sponsorships and we'll start doing promotions and things to get people to have tickets and come out and Celebrate another good year at the chamber and right. honor the business person and uh, community business of the year. So wonderful, wonderful. And I'm just guessing on that note, you're probably taking nominations for those people. Yes, we or, actually or will be. Will, yeah, we will be shortly. We have our luncheon coming up on February the 15th. Okay. And um, as the chamber, I'm hosting that one this time. Normally, we have other businesses host, but with it being a new year and having some different things, we want to open the floor a little bit to some community feedback. We're going to introduce some of the new businesses that we've gained this year, give them a chance to do a little bit of plugging for their, what they have going on, as well as, like I said, get nominations. Mm -hmm. And then, fingers crossed, hopefully be able to share our new uh, chamber office space. Hopefully it will be finished by that date, but we'll you know, construction, there's no guarantees on any of that's, that. That's very, very, <laughs> very true. Yeah, and I, I know that I need to read council minutes to know these things or something, but I was really excited to hear that you are um, getting maybe what would be a little bit um, more appropriate kind of location. So tell us yeah. about that. Yeah, so we are actually moving just across the street. So we'll have a door that actually faces the street, which will hopefully be a little bit more welcoming for people mm-hmm. to be able to stop by. Also, a lot of people who are not familiar with Heston or would be looking to move here or put a business usually looks for the uh, Convention and Visitor Bureau or Chamber to connect with and not having an exterior office for people to visit currently. I think people just assume that we don't have one. So Mm -hmm. it would be nice to be able to have a door that hopefully people would be more welcome feeling to come in and visit and have those kinds of conversations. Well, that's, that's a good thing that, I mean, let's, we say, we know more promotion of H town is a good thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I get for you, it's nice to be in a building with other people, but when you're buried behind a couple of different doors, and um, it, it can just yeah. be a little confusing. So I think to give people less to navigate is a good idea. So yeah. Making you know. things a little simpler to interact and, and get to where mm-hmm. you need to go with it, not being so confused. And yeah, that's. Yeah, and it'll be a little bit bigger space. Um, it'll have a little coffee bar area and some couches. So hopefully it'll feel welcoming for people to be able to. Come and hang out a little bit and Wonderful. stop in and say hi. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. That's that's so great. So, you know, stuff what else, what else are we looking forward to coming up in the in the year? Um, we'll have our 
like I said, most of our traditional things that we mm-hmm. do. We've got the golf tournament that's always a fun time for people. We'll have Home Sweet Heston, the Big Town Festival, yep. where we have all the vendors and the parade and things that people are excited about. And I went to the school this year and was like, please don't put a school improvement day on that Friday. And they didn't. So I'm really <laughs> good. excited. Good, good. Maybe people won't go out of town now for homecoming weekend and can get involved in the different events Fair that enough. are happening. And, you know, plan is to still do Holly Jolly Heston. We've been talking about different ways to boost some of those events and change them up a little bit to get more um, more people to attend and mm-hmm. interact. We'll have the Lincoln Plaza Block Party in July, and then we usually have a, a luncheon every month, some way to connect with businesses. Um, it's nice to hear what they have going on every time that we have one. Even if you're not the host, we mm-hmm. open up the floor for people to share if they have anything going on in the next few days or weeks. So usually the college is really great about telling everybody about what they have going on, uh, whether it be games or plays and then mm-hmm. uh, there's a couple other businesses that are really good about always sharing what they have going on but that's that's great that's great i like that now <clears throat> i inquired to the school district who told me that the home sweet heston weekend is like october single digits third fourth something like that is that it accurate is, according to your yes, calendar okay. october 2nd through the 5th for okay. home sweet heston so the saturday will be the vendor fair and car show and then the parade is usually on that wednesday which is the second so yeah. we'll have things throughout that week that we will be promoting chamber golf tournaments scheduled for september the 6th which is a friday mm-hmm. tried to make sure it wasn't the first week of school this year sure I, you know trying to trying to work around those things that i realized were really hard for people and for myself right. so trying to right. find yeah, a good time to fit those things. wise it's well i just had somebody from out in michigan contact me about when's homecoming it's- <laughs> my 40th reunion well on that note i want those people to reach out and Mm -hmm. have contact with the chamber and with the school it's nice to know when those things are happening all right it'd be great to get those people to put in a float even if it's just people sitting on a trailer that wave at people it's fun to see it it, (laughs) It it's awesome yeah Yeah. and to get them announced at the game and acknowledged for the fact that they bothered to come back for it i'm just sure that phil mason listens to this podcast all the time probably twice Mm -hmm. um so Phil. So he'll be right you, on top of that. Yeah, get that float going, guy. <laughs> I bet we even have somebody in this room that could help him with a little lumber and a flatbed, but we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to him because it's not me because I, wow. You can, I inherited my handiness from you, my father and I could. You can pull their it's like Michael, I don't let him Instead of being yeah. on, like, that. what were you, Lester, the announcer? Yeah, I will, yeah. Do not okay. hijack him, Susan. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I knew this was coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm already locked in. I haven't even been asked okay, yet. I'm pretty sure I'm already locked Rusty in. Rusty will that. be announcing the flight. Right. It's, it's still eight months away. <laughs> I just figured I'd give you some time. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, well, Kim. Yeah, I, this year I won't have to walk solo down Main Street I, yeah. as a part of my school board campaign. Well, here's another judge candidate right here to my left. Right. There you go. Perfect. Absolutely. I do not consider myself judgmental. Well, no, you're in. I just you volunteered me. I volunteered you back. That's how we roll with this is a give and take okay well anyway it's <laughs> so, a give and give <laughs> give and give or, or take and take so whichever cool. you want yeah <laughs> I, so are there any like new businesses getting ready to open that you just want to announce right here today oh um not off the top of my head i know that we have an open house uh winter gosh i'm gonna mess up what it's called winter open house i think is what it's officially called out at dan cycle uh mm. which is a rejoining the chamber it's being purchased. Um, Dan and Cami Herb have sold it to Stephen Owens. Okay. And so they are kind of doing a thanks for all your years of service along with their winter open house that they do. And that's Wonderful. on February 24th. So. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. 
one, and that's I, that's also the same day as the uh, community foundation. Community foundation, yeah. So February twenty fourth could be a really and busy day. And the winter dance at the high school. And I oh, don't <laughs> that one the, beyond beyond me beyond oh, me. That so. one kept me from the community foundation one. So okay, well, yeah, that can, that can be understandable. <laughs> I mean, you have a high school age child, right? So yeah, yeah exactly. So no, it, it's wonderful things. I mean, you've got so much going on. And Kim, what does it cost a business to get involved with the chamber these days? Um, it's based on your employment. Okay. So it can be anything from a junior membership of $25 if there's a, a child who has a business. We've had lemonade stands. There was a, a business that was, um, oh, by the White family, the Plaza Truck Wash. They oh, yeah. kind of do that through their high school kids. And so they right. join that way. You can have an individual membership that's around $75. Okay. But most businesses fall in the $150 for one to five uh, employees. Wonderful. So it wonderful. can go up from there, but that's for the whole year. It's a one-time. I know a lot of chambers charge a monthly fee, or mm-hmm. um, but we're just a once-a-year fee, and then you're paid for the year. All right, and get some meals out of the deal, hopefully. Yeah, so, yeah. we have different things, and we just had the chamber um, career fair on Friday, and this was my first time doing it because they only host it every other year. So this was my last first event that okay, I had. Okay, great. And honestly, it was one of my favorites. It was so fun to see all the businesses come out and interact with the kids and there were people from businesses that I hadn't met before. And so it was just a lot of fun to see them come out and support the kids and just uh, be really invested in the future of Heston. So that's, that's wonderful. It's a really good event. I was a little sad that we were not in the area because I like to just swing by and see the kids experiencing that because I think that it helps them appreciate the community, but also helps them kind of think about that career thing. Yeah. It was just fun to see some of their reactions to, to things that they heard and, you're like, oh, I didn't realize that was an option of something I right. could do with my life. And mm-hmm. so it's fun to see those light bulb moments. It yes, is. It absolutely. really is. It's wonderful. Wonderful thing. I mean, and it's it's probably, like we said, it's eye-opening. I know some kids may not think there's different avenues to go with that. And all of a sudden you're looking at a different job you never thought of. Oh, wait a second. This this might open a new idea. So yeah. Yeah. like I would have never known that chamber director was a thing you could be when you grew up. Like right. that's not a job that they yeah. promote at right. school. No. And there are lots of other jobs that are like this where you mm. do plan community events and, you know, tourism and getting people to come to town and those are just not things that are standard jobs that kids would ever know anything about yeah. otherwise. That's that's wonderful. So, again, how can people contact you? Because you know we got to make sure that you can they can contact you. Know, know how to get in touch with right you. Right now, phone is probably not ideal. I am currently right. working from my basement, and occasionally <laughs> that forwarding works. But unless you leave a voicemail, chances are I'm not seeing phone calls right, right. now. So email right now is ideal. Within the next couple of weeks, Perfect. phone or email would be great. Perfect. And, and what's your email address? Uh, easiest one is chamber at hestonks.org. Perfect. Chamber at hestonks.org. If you got questions, if you want to inquire about membership. If you want to maybe get in touch with Kim to help you plan your next event that can be chamber-sponsored or along the lines, there you go. I Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Well, great. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, Absolutely. Anything, anything you want to add to it? I think I'm good for All right, now. good. Director. <laughs> chamber director. We're not going to say <laughs> first lady Thank anymore. You. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, why? Was it my singing of Hail to the Chief no, that no, turned you no, off? No, it was her okay. saying she didn't want to wear pearls every day. I mean, day, unless so. there's a tiara involved, in which case, you know, I okay. might be you willing to be do convinced. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't have told me that. I know your husband. We can uh, maybe there might be a TR in the future. Okay. Well, goodness sakes, it's so good to have the, the queen of, because <laughs> you, you know to to partner with that we have the king. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you you've been around Heston a long time, haven't you, Jeff Yoder of Krupp yep. Lumber? Did, 
a few you, years. Did you? A few years, yeah. Few years. Did your parents bring you home from the hospital to this town? No, no, I was born in Hayes. Hayes, um, okay. But my folks moved back here when I was four. Okay. So, so. you are a K-12 Heston mm-hmm. Public School yep. together. Rusty and I met we were right five. kindergarten. We were five. Yeah. He he lived right across the street from 708 Lewis Drive where my grandparents right. my grandparents lived. And grandparents made us meet, and Jeff and I have been friends ever since. Crazy, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, yeah. well, it is. I, I mean, there'll be time to talk about some of the crazy. But, Jeff, you've worked at Krupp, and I, I know that um, Krupp is a staple in this community. And yet... I have to say, am I saying it correctly when I say Krupp? Because some people say it different ways. So what, what should that we call you? That is how Ken Krupp says it. So <laughs> okay. I would say yes. Okay. Well, then. Lots of people have told me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> about that or just? Uh, about, I mean, well, about a lot of things. Okay. But about okay. that, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know that, that the history is known by everyone, but I know you will do a good job of keeping it um, so that people can just capture it. So what is a little bit of the history of well, crop lumber? So we celebrated 75 years last year of being in business. So uh, wow. Ivan, which is Ken's fa- or grandfather, start, or bought the business. He didn't stay around. He hired Bob Diller to run it. Okay. Um, so he was the president till 1990, right before the tornado. That's when Kerry Crable took over as president. Should be an awful time to take over. <laughs> but yeah. They made it work. We got a yeah. bigger store out of the deal, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and he he stuck around stuck around until about 2008. I think is when Ken, well 2006, Ken moved and bought the place and took over as president. Yeah. So, so before the tornado, I mean you got you got a new building, but did it ever like was it ever a tiny little building at one time do i need to look at some old pictures i wasn't there yeah, yeah I, you're talking the tornado we were both 13. well i know I, but i was just trying you know, to know it, it was right across the street yeah i mean it, and you can still see on the side well if you go inside you can kind of tell right come over sometime i'll show you well there I, you go <laughs> yeah jeff will show you come but, on over. but no but, but what i was thinking was like even before that like 75 years like i wonder what the first buildings look like are there some pictures there's of pictures that? of downtown i think yeah. of the original okay. lumber yard all right well, again that's... susan jeff and i were not alive 75 years ago neither was i okay i'm just putting that out there <laughs> I, I just said that I my, my parents <laughs> were probably dating i don't know not yet not quite okay so i think mm-hmm. that krupp is a very important to our community and i'm sure you jeff would agree but maybe just say why why does it matter to have that a lumber yard um, convenience yeah. is a big one um i think i think we saw that on the store on the grocery store left you know you realize how convenient having somebody having a place there um Oh, absolutely! Absolutely, for your hardware, that type of your hardware right. type of needs, the, the needs that you don't think of, it's like you with the convenience. I need something to whether it's for personally. I need charcoal. I'm going to call Jeff and see if he's got the charcoal and the charcoal that I like to use in stock. And if he doesn't, he's going to order it for me. So okay. that type of thing. Well, so. and there so also pipe breaks. You know, we don't have a plumber in town. So if, if in an emergency, you know, it's, it's really nice to be able no. mm-hmm. to stay in town for those sorts of things. Okay. Some have been known to call middle of the night, you know, but we can help out sometimes. So that's we awesome. try. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's, but that's, that goes with the chamber. It goes with everyone. It goes with everybody in Heston trying to help out each other. Okay. Maybe sometimes not straight ahead, but I think 
a lot of people going hand in hand to try and make trying to help everybody else I out. I think agree. I think you see that a lot. And that's so, small town. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, is. That's, that's the benefit. It is, absolutely. So do you have customers from other places, though, like um, like the region? Do you have people that mm-hmm. drive more than 10, 15 miles? Yeah, most of our, I mean, most of our business is probably within 50 miles. Okay. Um, but we'll deliver anywhere in Kansas. We've uh-huh. taken stuff to the Oklahoma border for people and met them there, but... Most most of it within 50 miles. Yeah. So as far as unique brands or just in general, because I know, isn't there a tool brand called Milwaukee? There is one. Yeah. Yes. I know yes. I, that's about the limit of my knowledge. <laughs> I'm just saying. I tried to be a name dropper and I'm like, oh, Milwaukee, yeah. you know, all those tool Black brands. Black and but, Decker, I mean. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a story about that. But I, we'll just see how long it would go today. But I have a hilarious story about Black and Decker. Um, not Stanley Black and Decker. Well, I guess it would have been. Anyway, I digress. So, so what are some brands that are kind of like you guys are known for or that you would say are your staples? Or you? uh, Marvin Anderson, Larson, mm-hmm. they, you know, doors and windows, that would be our, our big ones. Um, cabinet companies, we've got quite a few that we work with, but they're like R.D. Henry's right in Wichita. Okay. So it's something local. That's We like to sell that kind of stuff. Onyx is a bathroom product. They do a lot of shower surrounds, tub surrounds, countertops. They're also a Kansas company up in Bellevue, oh, yeah. up by Manhattan. That, okay. That's one of our bigger ones. Yeah. We do a lot of that. Well, how are decisions like that made? I mean, how do how does a big lumber yard that carries chapstick, popcorn, and appliances and carpet? I mean, how do people decide? How how do you guys decide what to that's, carry? That's a struggle sometimes, but like our in store stuff, a lot of that's through Do It Best. They they would be our biggest vendor okay. for hardware and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So they're always looking out for new items, you know, that they can recommend. Sometimes we bring stuff in that flops, and sometimes it's really good. Um, contractors give us a lot of ideas, stuff they like to use or uh-huh. have seen at a show or something. And okay. if I can say, hey, this contractor really likes this, you're probably more likely to try that at mm. least. Right. Sure, yeah. That's, that's helpful. So it's, do you, would you say you add stuff annually or weekly or probably not weekly? That wouldn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, I mean, 52. if we see something new, we might. Yeah, um, okay. But it, yeah, there's always new stuff coming in. Okay, yeah. So we know there's big chains, um, and they're all over. I mean, you know, I I remember my idea of a big chain when I was a kid. My dad was a small, small contractor with Star Lumber. Well, now, you know, Home Depot and Menards and Lowe's. But what what is the difference? Like, you guys can offer something more personal. Say say more about that. Um, I think... You asked me that ahead of time. I think one of the things I thought about is our our sales staff averages at least 20 years right now mm-hmm. at Krep Lumber, and that makes a difference. You know, you know people. Um, you re- you remember a lot of what they've worked on too, and and have records of that, and that's helpful. Yeah, that personal touch. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely personal. It's got to be personal. I mean, I've anytime I've ever gone in there, it's like, oh, here's Rusty. What you need today? You know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. You get sidetracked. You you talk with these people because they're not just the salespeople. They're not the they're the people from your community. They're your friends. They're right. your neighbors. It's just it's just intertwined so well. So well, I mean, I figure that Jeff knows the name of everyone that comes in the door. No, 
<laughs> uh, really good with, with faces, not yeah. so good with names. Oh, but. okay. Because, I, I mean, the other thing I asked is, like, do you know them? And then they're a story about their pet. You probably know a story about you learn a this lot of guy's things. pet. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you hear a lot of things. And, you get, and then I know a lot of people. But yeah. You run into them at Walmart, and you can't think of why you know them, or they can't think of why they know you. <laughs> right. like, you wait oh, did I not. see you at the doctor? <laughs> and so if I say, hey, how's that wart? That's awkward. But, you know, one of my favorite stories is a person that's been away from this community for a while but made a big imprint, and I love this, this story about it because I think a lot of people know Pat Duffy. Mm-hmm. And, and Pat's a lumber guy, and Pat's a remodel guy. And when they moved here for him to become the elementary principal, um, he's always working on a project. And he would have come from Olathe, which would have been land of big stores. And he said the first time he went to Krupp to get something, he had to, I don't know what you call the outbuildings, but he had to go, you know, he came inside, and then he had to go over to that building, and they loaded it up. What would we call those buildings? Warehouses. Okay, warehouses. (laughs) I knew it was a super complicated name. Okay, so anyway, Pat buys this item, goes over to the warehouse with his big city experience, and, you know, the guy loads it up. And then Pat looks at him and goes, what do I do now? You know, thinking probably like at a place where, okay, you got to show a receipt, and then they go back in, they validate it, and then you drive through this gate and that person. And the guy that was working there goes, um drive off <laughs> and Pat was just like oh you mean and the guy's like no really you could go yeah, on yeah. and I I just think that is a really cool story um but it's you know it's probably because I think Pat Duffy was a great asset to this community as was his family so um I might be asking you to to tell a story about Rusty and it can be anything at all <laughs> that won't cause Rusty to kick me off of the podcast. Because well, without this, I ha- I'm going to have to start doing stand up, and we know we don't have a nightclub here. But um, so I can't wait. For I this. bet you have a little nugget. Bring it, Jeff. I, bring it. Bring it. And then bring you, it. Equal but here's time, the deal: equal time. he knows as many stories about me as I know about him. So yeah. So what's your favorite? That is PG thirteen re- rated. You know, my favorite memory probably mm-hmm. is 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 going hunting for the first time. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Sid and Rusty took me hunting for the very first time. Okay. It was probably as muddy as it is now. More so. And there was this (laughs) road. More so. Oh, this was all, oh. Oh, my, yeah, I know exactly what story you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Sid Sid was convinced there was pheasant. Uh-huh. Down this road. Okay. If we went down this road, but this road is pretty. We were begging him not to go down this road. <laughs> it, it was. Should we this. go? Can we make it now? We were in a, an old, basically uh, 1976 type of Holderman car that was named <laughs> Lena. He called it Lena. It had no radio and it had no, it was two wheel drive. And how far do you think we made it? Not very far. <laughs> I mean, 50 yards? I mean, before, we, we kept trying, though. We got further. I know, that's further. a problem. We didn't back yeah, up. We should have backed up. We buried that car. I had to walk two miles to Emil Schmidt's house to beg him to come pull us out. Uh-huh. And on the even on the way home, there was so much mud caked on the tires, it flattened a tire. <laughs> <laughs> Were you guys both no. crying? No, I no, was. No, we had a blast. And we went through <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> We might have been muddy, but we had muddy. Muddy doesn't begin. And to so, did, was there some pushing? 
There was was there some pushy? Yeah, uh, attempted. Okay. Yeah, attempt is a really good word. <laughs> attempted is a really good uh-huh. word. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. And so dad for years, he always said, you and Jeff made me go down that road. We had nothing <laughs> to do with his decision to go down that road. It was all Sid. It was 100% my father. Wow. Going down the road. We were. I was begging him, don't go down the road. And yet Jeff still went hunting with me after that for a couple times. So, But I do kind of see why he said no to being on the podcast a few times before he said yes, because he's probably still mad about that. He, mu- no. he wasn't no. mad at me. We're mad at Sid. I would okay. never be so. Well, Sid, oh. God rest your soul. You know, it's pretty awesome that people oh. are still telling stories about Sid. I love that. They will never end. Okay. And did end. you have anything different that you would want to share about Oh, Jeff, really quickly. Actually, actually, one of my favorite memories were always Jeff's birthday parties. Oh, we had we had sleepover, and there was one time we all made individual pizzas, and it was there were about five five or six guys there in the basement over there playing dunk basketball and Nerf goal with all star wrestling on the mattress <laughs> and four different movies and pop till you couldn't move soda and it was it was great. It was just And was, Arlen and Isla were asleep or they were, no. were they, think they were they playing they cards? Were they, they were, oh, okay. Yeah they probably weren't sleeping. We weren't old much. enough to make pizzas by ourselves I They helped us make but I remember those pizzas. I remember it was a wonderful idea that your mom had or we had Jeff always had a great birthday party. We always had a great oh. time in, back in December. So we always had something going on and yeah we had a lot of good times i still think there might be a picture of i think five guys on that porch from that house hanging out so yeah you need to get them back together well jeff let's circle back around to krupp what what is on the horizon anything else you want to share about the organization because we very much appreciate their presence in the community i don't know of anything new offhand um, but yeah we appreciate the business and we're we, Ken always tells people, you know, we've got everything you need from start to finish other than concrete. Mm-hmm. We don't do that part of it, but it's something, it's a service that we like to have, and as much of it as we can get you, we, we're happy to try and find it if we don't, so. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. awesome. And Kim um, and I were just talking, all of us, about that October coming home weekend. It, will there, you think there'll be a smoke-off again? Yeah, I, as far as I know, the the rec has been in charge of that for the last few years and it's gone over really well we've had huge participation and it's good food to eat yeah so both of these guys know how to make i mean is it a brisket or a pork loin or what (laughs) rack of ribs i don't even know these cuts of meat but whatever you both have been involved in the Mm smoke-off right yeah yeah how are you still friends if you both are really really good at something and does that get in the way of the friendship at all no, it never has we, once we, we don't do that for well i mean yeah i'd like to win i guess but <laughs> we don't really do it for that reason yeah, susan right. oh okay it's community involvement oh, okay. share i mean yeah. susan this friend like i said this friendship is going on for is i mean good grief 42 years so, so you're saying it's going to take more than a poor coin to break. break <laughs> you the think friendship. just maybe, okay. yeah, just you, yeah. I call him if I have questions on what I'm doing. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not so. Yeah. Yeah, no, awesome. No, we've spent many, many hours together over the years. So yeah, I love that. You know, that is part of the things um, that we were seeking when mm-hmm. we moved here, um, yeah. sight unseen, basically. But um, same. Yeah, and and you you look at the friendships that your kids build. Kim, your children are in the process of building those, and I look at um, the friendships that my girls have made over the years, and and new friends, but also those people that that you sat next to in elementary school. And I'm telling you, 
I know he's I, never going to listen to any of these because I've tried to get Gene Kimball, my former student, but my longest standing friend is a guy named Keith Plinert that's uh, the principal violinist in the Omaha Symphony. And we were in church together and we were in school together and at Wichita State together. And that sharing that kind of history with, with people just you can't erase it. No, you can't. Not over a pork loin. You can't. You can't. I mean, and you think about it, Art, his dad and my mom were classmates. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Well, Rusty, I don't have anything else, but you probably do. Jeff and Kim, thank you so thank much. Thank you guys so much for coming. We've had a good time today, and we actually pretty much kept it on the rails for the most part, which is pretty good, even though Susan tried to derail us. Once I know, twice, and I already okay. forgot. I had some other story that went oh. back to something. It was Whoa. a black and decker. Oh, black and decker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I tell it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so – I'm going to say this because I have the most reverence, as I know you and, mm-hmm. and other people who've lost a parent. I have the utmost respect and reverence for my parents. But, man, my mom and dad, I, I could write 50 volumes, and you could probably write 200. But one time my parents went into a some sort of, like, I think it was like a Walgreens, but probably not. And my mom asked some clerk if they had any Black & Decker pantyhose. <laughs> Those are industrial. Those have yeah. to be industrial. <laughs> and I guess I guess my dad was just like, what? <laughs> and, and I don't know what brand, because I don't know that any brand, I mean, I don't expect people around this table to even know what pantyhose are because they've been so out of style for so long. But somehow that made me think. I don't know if there's a, but I don't, if there was I a brand of pant- What was a brand that would have, right. you know, I, that's that had I, two uh, names, like Black & Decker, right. or, or I don't know, but I just, when we were talking it had about to Black & Decker. It had to be the one that, like, like was in the egg. Well, that, that was legs. That was legs. L apostrophe eggs. Again, out of my pay grade or range. You had to learn what your shade was for your skin tone, or else you gray. It was a thing. Well, here's why I share this story. Rusty and I estimate that we have between two and 300 listeners that are between the ages of 11 and 18. Yeah. And we want to tell those kids, you think your parents say stupid stuff. No, you <laughs> no, just You are not alone. Wait. And you think you, your parents put you in jeopardy. You Listen to this wait. story about going down a dirt road in a Holden yeah. car. I don't even know what that is. But anyway. It was a car that didn't have a radio. They bought it from, it, oh, it didn't have a radio. Oh, oh. didn't have a radio. It was from Holderman's. It didn't have a radio. And so, and it was named Lena because I think the woman that owned it before, her name was Lena. So that's what we called <laughs> it. Tell you what. To our Holderman listeners, yeah. please uh, know that we have the utmost absolutely. appreciation just, for you. The name of the car that was filled with shredded paper one time. My father had maybe mouthed off one too many times at work, and two secretaries <laughs> spent six months shredding paper over the lunch breaks and filled his car completely full of shredded paper. I know that our sponsors don't want us to do this, but <laughs> I feel like that at least every fourth episode, you and I should just tell each other crazy stories. We with our, they they go longer. They go longer. <laughs> our episodes would go way longer. Yeah, it's a thirty-minute show. Goes. An, I used an hour to say it goes forty-five, but yeah, now it an goes hour, an hour. It could go an hour and a half. If we yeah. get on, if we get off the rails and I Listen, start telling I, stories, I made ham and beans. I got to get home in time for dinner. But, right. Um, you right. have other things. Too. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, no, I think uh, going off, we've got some stuff going on. Um, they're still t- still selling play uh, winners play tickets. Got to get those uh, for February eighth and tenth at the high school office. Big time game on a Friday night at the at the shed. It's the hills. It's Hillsboro. Hillsboro come back. The girls are looking for revenge, and the boys will be the first time they have faced off. So. Yeah, one of the few losses for our HH, our only loss so far for the HH girls, so the Lost Hillsboro. So, okay. Yeah. 
Grove. So pack the shed and let's make it loud. Make the make the shed loud Friday night. So yeah. Other than that, I mean, all things going on. Follow the Chamber of What's Happening in Heston yeah. page on Facebook. Heston and Krupp Lumber has yeah. a Facebook page, Follow too. them, too, for your home. And, you know, if you have questions, you've got people like Jeff and you've got people at Krupp Lumber who can help out. I mean, they'll, they're will they willing to help out. They, they know what you're doing. And, yeah. Last thing. I told Jeff if he could honestly say he had hated every minute of this, I'd give him $2. <laughs> well, I could use $2. <laughs> No, I didn't hate every minute of it. <laughs> Just I most told of them. I, told, I told you. I told you. I told you. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming in. We, we will be back at it next week. We'll yep. go from there. So there's a, our applause for them. Woo! Yeah. Once again, this has been the weekly walkthrough. H-Town coming to you from live from the pub, the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying we'll talk to you guys next week.